Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are live. It's your favorite. Oh, now we're live. Okay. Your favorite show of the week outside the cage with my brother, Eric. We got a lot in store for you today. We got a recap. We got to look ahead. We got some fight announcements. We got some big wins this past Saturday. Nonetheless, we're going to unpack it all. But first things first, I always got to say, my brother, how are we doing? Shit, doing pretty great. No work today. I'm buzzing like they were in Buzz City. Not actually Tough. buzzing, but just like buzzing with excitement to be on the podcast right now. Talk some MMA. Ready to go. I ain't going to lie. I got, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of some hot takes here today. Got a lot of hot mm-hmm. takes. They're gonna be sizzling. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple of matchmaking that I know everyone's gonna come at me for because you know everyone's always coming at me for the matchmaking and I, that's not fair. Blah blah blah, whatever. But I'm back. I'm ready. I got some. I got some controversial topics. So first things first, let's get into it. What we got for us first in store? So today we're gonna start off with a recap of UFC Charlotte this past weekend. You didn't want me to like run down the whole laundry list, right? No, no, no. Let's talk about Almeida. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, Almeida got the takedown. Dude, Rosenstruck was doing pretty well Yeah. until he gave up his back. I thought he was going to make it out of that first round, get another chance to swing and bang, get a finish, but unfortunately, just didn't make it to the bell. Almeida is lethal, bro, especially at the heavyweight division where there's not that many great grapplers. Yeah. What'd you think about that one? Uh, I mean, I thought it surprised it surprised me um, that he made that quick of work. Uh, I'm trying to see something real quick here. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, Rosenstreet came out swinging for the fences <laughs> off the rip, and then yeah. stuff the first takedown. It was a pretty bad one. The second one was too. He just grabbed an ankle. Uh, you find what you were. Looking yeah, I think for. he's the truth. I think he's every everything as good as advertised. He's making quick work of these guys. Those, especially like in these divisions where they're not so like deep, like those type of wins get you a lot of good looks, and those type of wins get you big fights. Yeah, um, I, I do kind of. I don't know if I like him being kind of like two thirty, two thirty one. Um, that kind of might play a factor. Like, let's just say, for example, he has to fight someone like a John Jones, which obviously that's a tough fight for anybody. But also, you being two thirty, he's gonna lay on you, and you're not getting up. But, yeah. but I mean, for the rest of the division, like you said, it's not our, it's not a grappling heavy division. So if it's, he just gets to stand there and strike, I think that he can beat anybody in this top five. Um, I got, a, I got a couple guy, I got a couple ideas, but what did you have for what's next for him? I don't know. I think, I think the UFC has got to move him up a pretty decent amount after that W. So 
maybe you give him a break through the summer and you give him the winner of Aspinall and Tybura, which is headlining UFC London. I don't really know, though. I didn't have too many great ideas. A lot of those heavyweights are mm-hmm. booked at the moment. What did you have in the kitchen for this one? Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, when I look at this heavyweight division, we've had a lot of guys that we've already seen. So, like, I don't know. We've seen Curtis Blades. We've seen Aspinall. We've seen Ty, Volkov, Sergey Spivak. Obviously, just beat Jarzinho, Derek Lewis. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I got... I think the only fight here to make is throw him in there with Sergey. Whoa, that's a that's a freaking throwing him to the chopping block. But like, why? Like, I just don't. Hey, why dance around it? Why dance around it? Like, no one else really feel like versus, elevating right now. I don't want to see him versus Volkov. All these dudes, like, because I think all these dudes like can beat Almeida, but I also think Almeida can beat all these dudes. So it's like. Let's say we put him in versus Curtis Blades and Curtis Blades wins, which he very well could. Then it's like we got to wait for Almeida. Like, so I'm not saying like fast track him, but like I guess you can call it a fast track if I'm giving him Sergey. But if he beat, if he beat Sergey, he beat Sergey. He's that guy. Yeah. I just think I, mean, I, I just I mean I don't know. I don't want to see him versus a Bam. I don't want to see him versus Volkov. Sergey Spivak. Like for what? That's a waste of time. Because those dudes, if they win, then we got to see them again, hear from them again. I don't want to see that shit. We've already seen all these guys fight top five guys. Let's, like, let's see it. So I think we're both. I think we're both kind of in agreement that we'd throw him up there, whether it's yeah. against Aspinall, Tibera off of a win versus Aspinall. But I also have one more. And this is the one where people are going to come for me, and I get it, but, I'm gonna, but it's what I do, right? I say, why not? Who says no? A lot of people say no, but I think we have to seriously, like, ask ourselves this why not throw him in against jamal hill for the light heavyweight light heavyweight title i don't know about that i think that doesn't sell at all they're waiting for what the ufc is doing is waiting for yuri to come back to fight jamal hill but they're waiting so long we haven't seen jamal hill in six months that's true you really want to find someone for our boy jamal huh I, I I love Jamal, bro. I want to see him in there. They're Me not too, gonna give him. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give him. Uh, Ankalaya Riyan. They're not doing that. Rakic is hurt. Or is Rakic booked? Or is he? He's not booked yet, huh? I don't think he is yet. People thought he would be, but yeah, not yet. Uh, we just seen Anthony. We just seen Anthony Smith. <sighs> I mean, it could be a cry love, but it's not Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker just Johnny Walker already got knocked out by Jamal Hill. Like, and after this, I'm like, what? Like, what else? At, at that I point, you, you just go Pereira. Yeah, I'd rather, not, I'd much if, rather if, see if, Pereira than if not Yeltsin. Pereira than Almeida. If he if he even wants to make the weight, though, like he's two thirty, he's he that heavyweight. That's true, two thirty with no weight cut. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think the UFC would do that. He's just not a big enough draw yet. Yeah, no, I agree. I just. Why not? That just Start shows right there the state of those bigger divisions. It's just no yeah. bueno at the moment. But yeah. this whole card was popping, dude. The arena was full from the beginning. And I think that's because of a smart move by the UFC to put Brian Battle on the second fight of the night. 
because yeah, he's a local. Medal. He's from Charlotte. And obviously he's popular because he won tough. And that arena was full for Brian Battle. We got a new mythical fighter, possibly Bleach Battle. That's came in there with a 13 sec, yeah, 13, 14 second knockout against Gabe Green. Gabe Green tried to just put a swarm on him and it did not quite work out. But yeah, shouts Brian Battle. That's always cool to see a hometown guy win. He went to he went yeah. to welterweight, right? He did, yes. I think that's a good move. I think we both touched on that earlier. Yeah. And then a couple weird ones in the Kim and Stamman fight both some refing things, but I don't know. I'm kind of sick of talking about that. We'll have we'll have plenty more opportunities to talk about controversies here in the future. Yeah. Let's talk about uh Johnny Walker. Big win over Anthony Smith. Um Kind of like Dana says, didn't really impress anybody in the win. But, I mean, all in all, the win's a win. It's a good win over Anthony Smith. It's not someone to play around with. But what you what'd you like from Johnny Walker, if anything at yeah. all? I mean, honestly, just I kind of I kind of disagreed with Dana. Dana said he didn't really show anything. I mean, Smith's been one of the top guys in that division for the last probably 10 yeah. years at this point. And Walker really kind of just shut him down, basically. I agree that he could have been a little more aggressive in going for the finish, but he's always get he always gets hated on for making dumb decisions in fights. And now people yeah. are hating on him for being conservative in a fight. So I'm happy for Johnny Walker. Um sad for Smith. I think he definitely just doesn't have the explosiveness it takes to fight at the top level anymore, even in those older or heavier divisions yeah. where you can be older, which kind of sucks, but I think it's the hard, tr- the hard truth. What do you got for us on for Johnny Walker's next fight? Um, I di- I think what Dana's saying as far as when he didn't do enough, I think he meant like he didn't do enough to warrant a title shot right away, uh, especially when the that. champions knocked you out. So that's so that's tough. Like he would have had to have a big win to get to jump for that to sell. Um, so one thing I like for. Johnny Walker here, and I think this has a real possibility of getting booked, is uh, Jan Blahovich. I was thinking that too, actually. That's crazy. I think you throw Jan in, Jan in there with Johnny Walker, and I think the winner of that probably gets the winner the winner of Jamal and Yuri, or the just Jamal. We don't know what Yuri's going to do. They yeah. try to get Boston booked. Yuri wasn't ready. So the time's ticking on – it's not ticking on Yuri, but it's ticking on that being Jamal Hill's next fight. Like 100% down the line, Yuri versus Jamal Hill when Yuri's ready is the fight to make. But I think mm-hmm. if we wait too long for that to be Jamal Hill's next fight, because I think, I don't know if it's like they're scared Jamal's going to lose and they want that fight, but I just think that they want that to be the next fight for Jamal Hill because that sells. But I think if you, I think if Johnny Walker gets a big win over Jan Blachowicz or vice versa, Jan Blachowicz beats Johnny Walker, then I think that person like warrants a title shot. I agree. Yeah. Honestly, you kind of took, kind of took the words out of my mouth for this segment. Stole my thunder a little bit, but <laughs> I feel like usually when we when we both have a matchup lined up, it Goes usually through. happens. Yeah. It usually happens with the power of both of us pushing that to the big wigs at the UFC. The, the, real, the question is, though, is who do they want more? Do they want – who does UFC give the title eliminator to first, um, Jan or Ankalaev? Ooh, I would say Jan – just because he has a bigger name and a little bit, I mean, Uncle Live has a pretty good fighting style too. His I mean, legs were just messed up. Fight. 
Or was this hmm? a draw? Wasn't it a draw? Yeah, draw, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot it was a draw. Weird ass night. Then yeah, Jan. Then Jan. Then you can pick whoever. Jan Blovich. Yeah, I'd say Jan. Just bigger name. Uncle I have kind of trashed on the UFC too. Right after yeah. that fight, I know he was just pissed and in the moment, so I don't think they took it too personally. But it definitely doesn't help. And how about Speaking the of third fight of the night? And big stars. Talk to me. Mm. Ian Machado. I'm not sure when that got in his Ian name Machado exactly. Machado Gary, he goes both, both. In Machado Gary, with a first round knockout versus Daniel Rodriguez, we said it. A lot of people said it. This was going to be a great test for Gary because Rodriguez is a good established striker yeah. in that division. So we were going to get to see where Gary really stacks up, and he honestly just put on a clinic. He looked way too fast, it's explosive, sharp. Um, yeah, dude, this guy's exciting. He, I was already a fan, but I, I'm definitely a bigger fan now. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he has something for us that he called, he called how this was going to be. We got something for that here. Yeah. He's taken after his Irish boy, Mystic Mac. He went on an interview before or during fight week, you know, on BT sport. I think it was. I've already got the map in my head. Like I can tell you, I can tell you how I'm going to knock him out. Do it. I want to hear it. Right high kick. Oh. And anything else, PT, I didn't mean. If I knock him out with anything else, I didn't mean it. That's the only shot I want. That's the knockout I want. Right high kick. I want him stiff. On his back. But what a scene that would be. What a scene. Boom. Stuff. Here's the. Man, for anyone who didn't see the fight, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry if you're just listening, might be quiet for a couple seconds, but. Here's what Gary did in the first round of that fight. Boom. Right head kick. Just like they said. So Mr. shout to me, Gary. That's how you elevate yourself. That's, I know yeah. you hate it when I make the video game comparisons, but remember <laughs> I don't Mike hate it. It's just you like could, you could predict you could predict uh your round and method and it would boost your fans more. Yeah, yeah. Ben, hey, the UFC makes that video game. They they know what boosts the fighters, you know, social media following. Obviously, it boosts your ranking. Now he's climbing into the top 15. And I respect how he kind of said he wants to be the opposite of fast track. He wants to beat everyone in the top 15, like or at least five or six guys before fighting for the belt. So nobody can say that he got fast track, that he doesn't deserve it. Probably yeah. kind of what some people say with our boy Suge. He doesn't he doesn't want any of that. He wants to fight everybody, which is very respectable, especially yeah. in welterweight. And yeah, that's the type of win that definitely elevates you. Um, I think and he was I think he was like good all week as far as marketing himself. Like he did a lot of funny mm-hmm. things. Like that's the type of that's how you get these fights. Like I know it we talk about all the time, it sucks, and like that's but that's the nature of the business. Like guys like this don't like you got to have a story. You got to have a reason to get fast-tracked, quote-unquote fast-tracked. But, like, yep. yeah, he was funny all week. He was really good in the media. Super cool guy. Um, super respectful to his opponents. Um, yeah, I know he has a plan, but I got a plan for him, too. Let's hear it. Steven Wonderboy Thompson. After the – after whatever fight he has with Pereira? Yeah. Shoot, are we booking? Are we booking that one in the W column for Wonder Boy? I mean, what else does he? What else does he go here? 
Yeah, dude, I was struggling. I was struggling. He doesn't go JDM. He doesn't go Michael Chiesa. Magni, Luke's booked. Sean Brady, I think. Sean Brady's booked. Yeah, him and JDM are booked for. Yeah, you're right. 290. And then Jeff Neal. That's it. Maybe a Jeff Neal. I don't I like that matchup. That one, that but Jeff cool. Neal should take a long time off because he deserves it. That's after that war. That's what we got to like. When I make these matchmakings and I and I and I dig in and I get in the lab, like it's 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 everything you got to take everything into effect. Like it's not just like who's okay. He just became fifteen. Who's twelve? Like it's, that's not how it goes. You got to like these guys are booked. Like a yeah. guy like Michael Chiesa, that's just not a good matchup stylistically. Like that, no one wants to see that. Like you gotta have a fight that sells, a fight that looks good, with also it being competitive fight and reasonable. Yeah. And I think that's reasonable. I'll say, yeah, the winner of Wonder Boy Pereira after that June 9th. Wins that Pereira and Wonder Boy. June 9th. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, UFC 289. So only less than a month off. So yeah, that would work pretty well. But also too. I don't want to say like I don't want to complain, but like I also feel like the UFC with like not I don't want to say because obviously every every pay per view is big, but there's ones that hit different. Um, like yeah. International Fight Week, obviously that's different. Like I kind of wish they would save a spot or two open for like someone like Gary who just had a big win, and like can do a quick turnaround. Yeah, dude, that would be sweet, but that that's just so hard to do because. No, you yeah, I know. I mean, you, can't like, and... you can't just like, oh, just in case. So they're like, I'm just saying, like, because I would like to see someone like Brian Battle or Ian Gary like make a quick turnaround. Shit about Brian yeah. Battle, Ian Gary. Shit, I think I don't think Battle's near the rankings yet, though, is he? No. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Gary. I don't think they'd have him fight down. Yeah, but yeah, I like Gary versus Wonder Boy. And how about shout CKB? Carlos Uberg did what we both said he would. I don't know if y'all put any cheddar on that, but CKB. A little bit. And how about how about Alex Morono? That was a good fight right there. Him and Tim Means. Uh, Means shot. Morono hopped on him with the guillotine, got him out of there as quickly as he could. And then Matt Brown, he's still doing it. Shouts Matt Brown, the UFC knockout record i forget if he tied it or took so i think he took sole possession from d lou with that ko mcgregor said he's coming for it mcgregor would need like five more matt brown said hey i'll fight you hey did you see uh the preview for tough obviously one when he pushed him in the face but the second one where he was like connor's like have i told you what it's gonna be at and he was like and michael was like no he was like 185 and Michael was like, I'll do 185. And Connor was like, you'll do what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Connor's already getting under his skin. It's a long time, dude. When you do the ultimate fighter against McGregor, you got to be like, that- I think Connor has like, like schizophrenia, bro. Cause like, and I think it's just like when he's around fighting, cause like he can't stand still when he's like in the gym or like something. He's always shadow boxing or walking around or something, bro. He cannot stand still. Schizophrenia is, but. Yeah, he's got something. Whatever it's called, like he just can't. Like whenever he's in, like it's like me. Like it, it'd be like me. Like every time I'm in a basketball gym, just like having to run around and like shoot around. Like that's how he is. Because like every time he's like in the in the like apex or something or like watching a fight, he's always. Dude, I wish I had the clip of him, but he said that's how his whole life is. He said 
you guys are walking around, you see doors, you see cars, you see houses, I see sequences. I'm counting numbers, <laughs> ones and twos, combinations. So yeah, McGregor, he just loves that shit. Maybe maybe there's a certain form of schizophrenia. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so I thought it was gone. I don't know it's schizophrenia is when you like uh it's when you I don't know, you're just tripping all the time. Schizophrenia is like you talk to ghosts and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure. He's talking to somebody. <laughs> He's talking, talking to somebody. To He's talking to the fight gods, baby, all the time. What we, what we got this week in the a- popping off in the Apex? UFC Apex. We've got Angela Hill versus my girl, Mackenzie Dern, a straight baddie. She's been top five hottest female UFC fighters for a solid five, ten years now. Because she is bad. Consistent. Consistently bad. Face, body, all around. Personality, I guess. So, shout out to Mackenzie Dern. She's actually, funny thing, she's actually my play of the day as well. No coincidence. I just love the matchup for her stylistically. Angela Hill, you know how we feel about her. Yeah, I think it just comes down to Mackenzie Dern just lost to Yao Zanan by majority decision. Um, and we just seen what Yao Zanan did, so just give me – and I don't like Angela Hill. She's she lost <laughs> me too much money over the years. So, so just give me Mackenzie Dern. Shit, man, I'm kind of scared because that means Angela Hill is probably going to find a way to lose you money. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah, that, no, yeah that's the thing. She's lost me money both ways. Like, she's lost me money, like, betting on her. And then I've, like, been pissed because I bet on her, like, in San Diego. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I've lost hella money betting on her. I was like, fuck her. So I bet against her, and she fucking won. That's my thing. I might just have to fade you when Angela Hill's uh, in the middle. Yeah, just on Angela Hill, though. Whatever I say on Angela Hill, just go against, bro. She does not want me to win. That's y'all's weird. Oh, I see but that. I, like, like, I went into, like, but, like, when I first, like, started, like, betting on her, I liked her. I was like, bro, she's really good. Like, so I would always, like, I would always see the matchup, and I would be like, bro, there's no way she loses this fight. And then she'd fucking lose. And then finally, I just, like, bro, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. She's... She's not my favorite to watch either. They hype her up so much on the on the broadcast too, like in countdowns or just on the fight nights. Yeah. Like she's some fan favorite. Maybe to, I don't know. Maybe to some fans, I guess I can't speak for all fans, but she's not my favorite. And then the Coleman, we got Edmund Shabazian coming in as a, at a minus or plus two hundred underdog against Anthony Hernandez. That's a huge favorite. Now that now I've learned that I've learned that even. What Even minus one seventy is a pretty big favorite. Yeah, he's a big favorite. That's the thing. So this is really big right here. And Hernandez, most of his wins have come from submission, and Shabazian has not lost by submission in the UFC. So based off of that MMA math, I like it. He might just be my dog of the day. Also because I don't really love any other dogs on this card, to be honest with you. So. Yeah, riding with that. And then 
Also, snipe of the day for me, Carlos Diego Fajera via submission against Michael Johnson. Don't ask me why. Just wait for it to happen. Just do it. Make some, make some money, yeah. I got you. And then Joaquin Buckley also on the card. Great episode with Joe Rogan, if you all have ever seen it. Excellent. You got, got a comment from my boy Garrett Johnson, trained by day, outside the cage podcast by night, all day. Damn, dude, that's pretty catchy. That should be like an intro for a podcast or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. We got the All Even podcast with Barry Grant Jr.'s. What's up, fellas? I'm here for my I don't know. Shit, where's my guy Johnny Hendricks? LOL. Shit, I don't think we'll be covering a Johnny Hendricks fight anytime soon, unfortunately. Oh, a little sneak peek. A little sneak peek for later. Shouts, Laker Nation, baby. Oh, yeah, bro. Let's do it now. I'm, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of waiting. We can just do it now. <laughs> oh, you want to bite the bullet? Honestly, I'm not even going yeah, to gloat that much. I said Lakers in seven, so I was That's actually going no I'd fucking come on here talking crazy. Man, dude, I'll I'll save it for when I see you in person. Honestly, when the when the Giants finally beat the Cowboys, that's gonna feel better. Because no, so, let's hear it. Okay, we just we didn't make shots. That's what it is. That's what I was gonna say. You got you could have all the coaching and all the schemes and all that shit, but at the end of the day, in the NBA, you gotta all make shots. At the end of the day. Our season ended when fucking Draymond punched Jordan Poole. That's what happened. <laughs> and then Jordan Poole this postseason was just terrible, so it made it worse. And then, like Steve Kerr said, I just don't think we were deep enough to like we weren't ready. Like our team wasn't good enough to win a championship. I I don't same, I just don't think we were good enough. Same exact team as the year that they did win, right? Wiggins was didn't have a broken rib and didn't miss. And then we missed we missed a lot of Otto Porter. That was big. Oh, we missed a lot of auto porter because that knocked down shots. People sleep on how important the Warriors' depth has been. Besides the yeah. KD years, they've always just, had it, a it ridiculous. Just, it, it just becomes more and more important. Like the years go by, because now we got to ask Steph Curry at 34 years old, 35 years old, to fucking score 50 points in a game seven. Like that's that's just not realistic, Bro. man. I mean, I think you've got to point the finger at Clay. Game six, yeah. Clay, yeah, especially. Dude, I yeah, think play, well, play just didn't show up when we needed to. Not good. Wasn't good. There's no, there's yeah. no like being around the bush. We just weren't good. And how about LeBron, man? How about LeBron King James the first? Do you guys beat the Nuggets? Dude, I think AD is going to be in hell with that altitude. We might see him <laughs> with an oxygen mask on in the second quarter. But, Might be in hell with Jokic. That's what he's gonna be in hell in. I mean, last time they played it, I know it was the bubble and Jokic wasn't as good back then. He's been getting better for sure, but yeah. Hey, how how about Embiid just collapsing and then saying him and Harden can't win by themselves after he shoots five for eighteen? Bro, that's that field? MVP shit's not real, bro. That shit's not People real. People just bro. didn't want to MVP. give it to the same guy three years in a row. It's a it's for sure like an agenda, like. It's for sure an agenda. Like, like I was listening to JJ Redick and like Tim Lego. They're like, "All right, whose turn is it next?" They're like, "This had to be Joel. Like, whose turn is it?" Because it should have been Joker again, or or it should have been maybe a Giannis before he got hurt. But like, yeah, that shit's not real, bro. You're not the yeah, real. Like, remember, it was all a year back when 
when Westbrook won because he averaged a triple double, but yeah. it should have been Harden. And then the like, year after that, that shit, someone like, else should have like, won, and they had to give it to Harden. Give that shit to Braun, Steph, Giannis, or Jokic every year. Like I don't care. Like it's it's not a real award anymore, bro. It's just like what agenda do we want to push this year type shit. We need, we need we need an American MVP back. How long how long has it been? Russ? Steph? Or did Russ win it after Steph? Or Harden? Russ was after Steph because it was the year after Katie left. I think Harden was after Russ, though. Yeah. One of those years. Still, though, it's been fucking minute. James <laughs> Harden. Give that, that shit to Jimmy Butler. Bro, he's a... Hey, my prediction, baby. My Facts, prediction. You're here. Come you're here. on. Here. I'm. They said I was a sicko for saying that. You're here. Look at me now. But now... Since we're talking some hoops and we're talking some UFC, our two favorite things, we came up with a great, what do you call it, segment. Yeah. We're going to draft. We're going to start doing this weekly, I think. The best UFC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Fighters to a basketball team. Now, this isn't like. What was the question you asked? It's not like who do you think actually knows how to play basketball? Yeah, it's not like it's not like oh, Cyril Gaunt's better than John Jones at basketball. Like, no, it's like. Who would be the best, like if they actually played basketball type shit? That's that, yeah, that, that just based sense? off their attribute, like their body yeah, yeah, type, yeah, their, and attributes, their attributes, yeah. like speed, yeah, yeah. vertical. So here are the rules. Like so we get five players: point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Point guard and shooting guard has to be between the flyweight and the featherweight division, so one twenty-five and one forty-five. The small forward and power forward position has to be through one seventy to two hundred five, and the heavyweight division has to be a center. We good on the rules there? Great on the rules. That's All right. I won the lottery because the Warriors lost. So my point guard, I am going to take Alexander Volkanovsky, number one pound for pound, small mm. guard. Really gives me like Delavadova, Jameer Nelson type vibes. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna, not not gonna punk him. He's gonna guard your best guard. He's not. You're not to the ball from. He's gonna. He's gonna get us in our offense. Super tough. Super smart. Give me Volk. He was on my board for sure. Give me Volk. And so you got hey, the first actually, pick, or you got you got point guard pick, and then you pick the first pick of shooting guard. Yeah, he actually does have a video with uh, Jamal Murray as well. I know we're not counting that, but that dude can hoop as well. Yeah, he definitely. And then, so my point guard, I'm staying in the same gym. Actually, I want to have eyes on you. I want I want to have a matchup where he's familiar with who he's facing. Not the same gym, but they do camps together. I'm rocking with Kai Kara France as my point Ooh, guard right here. He didn't put in the post. Mm, elite speed, strength for his size, the cardio. I mean, neither of our, I mean, both our point guards are playing 48 minutes. No questions asked. They're not even going to need water. So, uh, that's a fun matchup right there. I like my guy. You guys too small. I think they're like the same height. Probably, but I, all I know is Volk better not blink or Kai Kara is yeah. going to be around him, dishing it off for a lob. I see him as a I see him as a Marquise Noel type player. 
That was yeah, his name, right? The K State guard. It's a real big comp. Yep, that's my guy. And for my two guard, everyone's gonna be shocked that I'm not picking Sugar, but I'm not. I'm going with someone from the island of Hawaii. I want some height at my shooting guard position since my point guard is pretty small. We're going with Max Holloway. I saw you cross the name off your list, so I'm guessing he might have been. I was your writing shooter. it down. Chill out. When you said Hawaii, I was writing it down. I wasn't crossing it down. <laughs> yeah, I was writing it down. He's an elite athlete. He's got skill. He's got great timing, great feel, just natural. Doesn't even really need to scrimmage, and then he's just ready to go. You <laughs> know what I mean? Facts. So, give me Max Holloway at the two. That's crazy. For all the reasons you said, like you needed Max Holloway, are the same reasons I needed Sugar. So I'm gonna go with Sugar at my two, five ten, five eleven. Sugar Sean Jones, elite athlete, elite shooter, knockdown shooter. Don't leave him open. Vulcan Sugar in the backcourt. I got a dude who's tough. He's gonna fucking guard, get in you. And I got a dude like Sugar who's just gonna be a sniper, knock down open shots. Give me Sugar. Mm. Take it to the Sugar show. It's going to be hard to coach against Sugar, but I sh- I don't know. I think I could draw something up. And at my three, the one, the only, the superstar of the UFC, give me Kevin Durant. I mean, Israel Adesanya. <laughs> Starting at small forward, everything runs through him. Superstar, get to his spots, super long, super athletic, anything we need. Get him in the post, get him in transition, whatever you need. He's giving you wonderful pull-ups. Everything, anything you need. All right. Let me match you then. I I had Izzy on my board. Wasn't my first at the position. Luckily, I still got my guy. He's a trailblazer. No, not not the Portland Trailblazers. He's the trailblazer. <laughs> Kevin Holland. Let's go. Pretty similar build to Izzy. I had a feeling that Poor you were the So I needed someone to match up with him. Some would say poor man's Izzy. Some would say he just doesn't work as hard. But this is one game. We just need guys to make shots. And as you saw, sometimes even the best shooters in the world, the Golden State Warriors, can't make shots. So Thanks. I'm going to rock with Kevin Holland. I know we're taking a little – Izzy probably has the slight edge in this matchup. We'll say Kevin Durant versus a prime Brandon Ingram. That's prime Brandon Ingram? That's crazy. Yeah, like Brandon Ingram in a couple of years. Okay. Because he's still he's still climbing, he's still developing that bag, getting stronger. Okay, you got the four. At the four, I got a cheat code. I don't know. This one's not fair. Trey Waters, he's a welterweight. He fought a few weeks ago. He's six five. That's my reasoning right there. He's six five. He's smooth. He has good footwork. Yep, right there. That's just size. That's a lot of size. Okay, uh, it's not. You can't have. Kaikara France, say you have a lot of size. Besides Kaikara France. Give me, at my four, another special athlete. I'm just going athletes because I can I can make him into basketball players. I just need athletes. We're going to press. We're going to pick up full court. Give me Jamal Hill at the four. Mm. Give me Jamal Hill. Super good athlete. Probably one of the best athletes in the UFC. Big body. Former college football player. So I know he can, I know he can put the ball in the rim. So give me Jamal Hill. And we're giving you fits. Can guard uh, one through four. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I really, wanted, I really wanted to take Peloton at three just to get in your head. That was but. my backup at. That was my backup at the four. In case you win, in case you win, Jamal Hill. I had backup plans. Him and Izzy would be a nat. That would be that would be some chemistry issues in the front yeah. court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So All it's right. my pick for center? Uh yeah. Oh my gosh. Give me the best athlete in the UFC history. Give me John Jones. What else? Mm. Volk, Sugar, Izzy, Jamal Hill. Oh my gosh. My three through five. That front court is nasty. That front court's nasty. Is he Jamal Hill, John Jones? Whoever you take here, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. John Jones is giving him fits. All right. Well, I was going to take a Frenchman that John Jones just dismantled, but I can't take him anymore because that would be just a bad matchup. So I'm going to go with Alexander Volkov. Why not just keep the size? Keep the size going. It's a big body. I can draw stuff up where he's just going to be standing at the rim, just dunking on people. He's going to be like a, I would say, Arvidas Sabonis vibes. Was that DeMontis' dad's name? Yeah. Yeah, like him and Manute Bull. Okay. He's going to be one of those guys out there. I I mean, I like my team. I think we give, I think we're just too athletic and too, too physical for you. I think I I like Volkov. He's tall. He's tall. You're right. He is tall. John Jones, just way more physical. Hey, we got the Joker versus Kevon Looney. That's how I would compare it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And Looney honestly probably won that matchup last year, not going to lie. We'll post those five. Y'all let me know which five you like. I'm going to go with my squad. Side note, my coach is Eugene Benjamin, so we got the, we got the coaching matchup. So give me Eugene. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Mm-hmm. So we win there. My coach, I'm going with Tim Welch. <laughs> I feel it. He's just, I don't know, he just has the third eye sometimes, if you know what I mean. I feel it. And I actually I actually have to grab my laptop charger really quick. Y'all are seeing this live, oh, you know, just how it goes. So give me 30 seconds. Oh, my laptop cannot hold a charge. My laptop doesn't hold a charge for more than like three seconds. But we are back. back. We are back. So my favorite, yeah, my favorite segment. My brother rattles off. He does the, all the digging. He does all the research. He gets all the notifications. He gets all the sources. He's gonna rattle off some fight announcements. I'm gonna tell him what I think. He's gonna tell him what he thinks. Let's get right into it. All right. Yep. So as Dime said, I just kind of looked through, went, touched base with my CIA, FBI, KGB, Brazilian, Special Forces, all those guys, you know, had to see what's going on in the fight world, what fights we got coming up. So 
on the June 3rd card, I'm just going to rattle off some notable ones. That's Kai Kara France versus Amir Albazi, the headliner. We already knew about that. But the co-main, we got Alex Caceres versus Daniel Pineda at Featherweight. Good striking matchup right there. That's a That has five of the night written all over it. And then we got Jim Miller coming back for more. His old ass, that's a compliment, by the way, because he's still really good. His old ass is going to be fighting Ludovic Klein. I'm rocking with Jim by submission, as per yeah, usual. And June 10th, UFC 289. This one's been under the spotlight, and honestly, not a very good spotlight. Yeah. People have kind of been hating on it. It did get saved with the Neil and Charles getting moved to it. it very much so, but kind of, I don't know, main event. No one's really too excited for it. Not at all. But they started off the early prelims. This is the best early prelims I've seen in a minute. First fight of the night, Chris Dawkins versus Khalil Roundtree. Heavyweight fire fest. Fire fight, not fire fest. And second fight, Chris Curtis versus Nazardine Mimovov. That's a banger. That's the second fight of the night, dude. And then we got our guy, Matt Schnell, coming back. He always puts on a show. Versus David Dvorak. And then we got one of my prospects that I've had my eye on. Made some money on his debut. Blake Bilder facing Kyle Nelson at featherweight. Decent step up in competition for sure. And then this one's a banger right here. Fight of the night written all over it. We got got Dan Ige versus Nate the Train Landwehr. Whoa, that's a good fight. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot. That's one I had under. You've seen Dan Ige in a minute. Yeah, we he uh who did he knock out? Uh Damon Jackson. I called yeah, yeah. that one. I called that one big time. He was a dog. And yeah, but dude, I don't know because this is a win-win either way, because they're gonna build that thing up and either Nate the train gets boosted by beating Dan Ige or Dan Ige gets to shut down two prospects in a row. So yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a cool one. And then Eric Anders versus Mark Andre Barriot got thrown into the three slot on that card. Yeah, uh, Eric Anders. Yep, local Mark Andre for Canada, so they'll be going. They'll be going hard for him. And then June seventeenth, we got Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier. You know how we, you know how we feel about that fight. <laughs> but some other good ones on that card, we got. At bantamweight, Rayoni Barcelos, another solid prospect. They're just all over the place. Versus Miles Johns. So, yeah, I'm rocking with Barcelos in that one. And then we got Armand Saryukian fighting Joaquin Silva. I'm betting. That dude fights anybody. They just told, they just gave him a name. He said, let's run it. I'm betting a good amount at Saryukian. He's going to be too big of a favorite. And then... We got Christian Leroy Duncan versus Armand Petrosian at middleweight. Two solid prospects right there. Duncan's 8-0. He fought on that, uh, yeah, the London pay-per-view. And then we got Zach Pauga doing what we said he should, making a quick turnaround against Modestas Bukowskas. So, yeah. And then, I'm sorry, this is getting a little long-winded, but... In Jacksonville, UFC on ABC5, Josh Emmett versus Ilya Topuria. That shit's fucking hard. You know how Dana always says that 
they have all these places to go. Like whenever someone asks him if they're going to a specific spot, he's like, Oh, we just got so many places that we got to go since COVID. Yeah. This is like the fourth or fifth time they've been to Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, a little ironic, but hey, it's because the Florida crowds are always popping. I don't like the co-main for this one at all. Amanda Rebus versus Macy Barber. I don't know. Amanda Rebaz is cool, but I'm no, not that's that. Emmett Taporia is a fucking banger for real. Yeah, I like that shit a lot. And then they snuck other good ones on here. We got Brendan Allen versus Bruno Silva as the third as the third one. We got Neil Magny versus Phil Rowe. That's a banger right there. Good chance for Magny to get a little redemption after some tough draws. Randy Brown getting back in there against Wellington Terman. And then this girl fight, I would honestly rather have this be the co-main than Amanda Rebos and Macy Barber. We got Tabitha Ricci, trains at Paragon BJJ in the 805, Childs Paragon, versus Jillian Robertson, a lethal submission artist. That's like honestly that one. one it's one of the girl fight uh girl fights I've been more excited for in a long time. Then we got my guy Trevor Peak opening the card versus Victor. Trevor. Martin. Yep, he's always putting on a crazy show. And yeah, those are most of my notable ones for now. We also got the London card. That one got filled out a little bit more. Meatball Molly. We're gonna have to bet the house on her because she is fighting a girl that's one in five in the UFC. And when she fought at 135, she missed weight and she had to get stretchered out because the weight (laughs) cut was like so brutal. Sorry, that's not funny on a while. (laughs) Now she's moving down. To 125. Yes, that's what's funny. That's what I was waiting for. So, yeah, let's bet the house on Meatball Molly, even though she's probably going to be maybe the biggest favorite in UFC history. Is that a bold Is that a bold prediction? No. She won't be the biggest favorite. Bro, this girl, like, I don't know. I think they're just, they just want Meatball Molly to get a W in front of that England crowd. I feel but, you. Yeah, they also added Lerone Murphy versus Josh Coulibau. So I'll take that one on the chin. I was wrong. I had said Nate Landwehr versus Lerone Murphy would be a good fight to make, and they both got booked with other guys. But, hey, both some pretty good ones. And then we got Barbarena versus Makamad Murdov. Man, give Barbarena a striker. Let him, do what, yeah, let him do what he's there to do, bro. I don't like that. Facts. Yeah, those are – this week's fight announcements. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> what you got for? I'm excited to see what you got for me today. So for it's that time of the week. The, the we're gonna be a little more politically politically correct here. We're gonna say the WTF moment of the week, make it more marketable for all the big companies that are gonna be investing in us. It's not as good as last week. I'm just going to say it off the rip. <laughs> last so week got... <laughs> yeah, that one was elite. Tune in to last week's WTF of the week moment. If did you, you, did, did you do we, can we get him on the pod? I got to it's in the it's in the works right now. So okay. No promises, but it's not a <laughs> not a no yet. So for the first one, a lot of y'all saw this. It was Lionheart talking crazy to Johnny Walker during their fight. Who said they were attacking whose family? Who said that? Smith said, you're attacking my family. And Johnny Walker was like, what? Smith's like, you're attacking my family. Yeah. Walker's like, huh? 
people were saying it might be a little PTSD from when Smith uh, got his house broken into and he had to fight off the robber that was on like all those drugs. So yeah, you might have been picturing that Walker was that robber just trying to, you know, channel anything he could. Or he win. just thought like, "It's how I feed my family," and like, I'm not to go too deep, but like, you're trying to take what I like, how I feed my family. Damn, that's actually probably more like it. Damn, look at Dimes getting in the psychology of the yeah. fighters. That's how they look that's, at it. That's deep. Yeah, like I said, none of these were like a what the fuck, but all these just kind of had me like, what the fuck. So <laughs> here we are. This one is in a little – I know we're, we don't talk about celebrity boxing ever, but I had to throw this one in there. It was KSI during his oh, boxing match. Oh, is this where he take elbowed a, him? Take a look at how he got this finish. Right hand, right hook. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh was, was that a elbow? Damn. Was that a – That's an so elite elbow. stupid. Oh, that's an elite elbow. So, yeah, like, bro, I KSI needs to get – I'm going to play this one more time. Right hand, right hook. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, was that a combo? Damn. Was that a- what are we what are we doing though? It's a yeah. boxing match. Can they like review it and see? I think uh Joe Fournier is gonna challenge to the commission, but the thing is oh, that it's shit. not even it's not even under like that official English boxing commission because it was in England. It's not in the one that Tyson Fury boxes under or any of the big name guys. It's mm-hmm. under some weird ones, so People are saying this is going to be a big test for that commission because yeah. if they don't overturn it, it's like, come on, what are like, you doing? Why not, obviously like, why not just overturn it? It's a celebrity boxing match. Yeah. Because KSI is the one that's putting all the money into it. You so know, he doesn't want to take it out. Money either way. Who cares, who cares who wins? Yeah. I mean, it hurts the rest of his. No one watches those career. fights to see who wins. They watch those fights because they're people that are watching. That's true. That's Jake true. Paul's still going to do numbers whether he lost, uh, whether he lost to the dude or not. And then or not. for the last one right here, this one had me the most like, what the fuck? Because I got to give you all a little context. So this was a boxing match versus it was Raleigh Romero versus. I heard about this, but uh, I'm interested to see what you got. Can't remember the other guy's name, but Raleigh Romero was a minus 1000 favorite. And he's mm-hmm. pretty popular. Like I don't know about like popular, but he's well known. So a lot of people definitely laid laid down some cheddar on him, and probably the underdog as well, because he does get a lot of hate. And on the judges' scorecards, I meant to put the picture in here, but all the judges had the other fighter winning up until this point, which was in the ninth round. And take a look at what happens. They gave it to Romero. The ref stopped it right there. I'm going to play this again because... I don't think Romero hits him in this exchange. The other guy hit Romero, right? Bro. If that isn't boxing... If that isn't boxing is rigged right there, then what? That is the reason, bro. That is the reason no one watches that shit, man. So rigged. People were, people were, bro, honestly, like how I said, like I heard about this. People were like, most people like text me and like send me DMs and shit about that. And I was like, bro, I don't fucking watch that shit. I don't give a fuck. Oh, they're thinking you knew about it since the. 
Yeah, they well, like they just seem like it's yeah. fighting. I'm gonna send it. Like I'm gonna send it to him. I'm like, bro, I don't fucking care. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. I just seen it was boxing. I didn't even read it. Bro, is that not bad? I don't think. Yeah, not even like account. Dude, the re- he definitely had someone in his earpiece earpiece saying this needs to end and Romero needs to win. Bro, imagine if you bet on that plus six hundred dog and you're watching that fight and he's won five out of the nine rounds so far or six out of the nine rounds and then you see That's the judges' crazy. scorecard and they all had him winning how pissed are you yeah that's that's wild man fuck boxing that's why ufc is the best sport in the world Shout yep, Dana. that's right yeah that's why we don't really talk about boxing very much at all we'll probably talk about the nate diaz jake paul a little bit because that's, that's, that's my guy. did you see the press conference for that Bro, did you see when like Nate was like, "This press conference is fucking shady," and Jake was like, "Bro, your team put on the press conference." <laughs> he said, "Where's all the regular people fucking at?" Nate, bro. Jake's like, gonna... and he's all, "Yeah, we need like a hundred normal people." Jake's Jake, Jake's oh. gonna drop him. You think? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I I can't say that out loud. Nate's a good boxer. He's. He's been boxing for a long time. He's been boxing for longer than Jake. Not consistently, obviously, but I don't know, man. I can't. <laughs> I can't say Jake's gonna beat Nate. No. So you so you think Nate's gonna win? Yeah. You're a true fan, brother. <laughs> yep. You're a true fan. Did you brother. see when uh did you see when Jake Paul's like, yeah, I'll I'll knock him out in the third? And then Nate was like, and then uh Nate was like, nah, Diaz by knockout in the 10th. And then Jake Paul was like, the fight's eight rounds. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I think too, like, if I'm Jake, like, you got to be careful, bro. Because, like, I feel like they can start, they'll start boxing and Nate, Nate's going to, like, throw a kick or something. Like, he, like, he, you never know what that fool's going to do. I was thinking that was Silva also, but nah. No, you mean, Silva like, if Nate's like, losing, like, just hit him with a body kick real quick? Like, I ain't getting Nate's knocked just, out by this. Nate, yeah, Nate's just not, like, he's not mentally stable. And sometimes Nate sounds really smart in a press conference. I think Sugar, the wise Sugar Sean, he said, yeah, he's like, he's a sometimes he sounds like a philosopher. Sometimes he sounds like he's not speaking English. Bro, that's so true. true. He's like, bro, sometimes he's just like, I'm listening to him, like, man, this a fucking philosopher. And other times <laughs> I'm like, he's speaking English? <laughs> that's just Literally, funny, bro. Yeah. Literally. All right. I think that about does it for episode oh, 42. Shouts Jackie Robinson. Right? Jackie That's Robinson it, Rob. episode. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. We are out. Doses. Man, it always. All right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.